This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. And good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Right Seating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. The architectural and engineering firm Shive Hattery has told the Danville City Council that their evaluation of Danville's three fire stations shows that all three should be rebuilt and the two of them should be moved to different locations. The council was told during Tuesday evening's meeting that even the newest fire station, 26-year-old Station 1 at 301 West Seminary Street, has reached the end of its lifespan. And that's not just for structural reasons but also for the health and safety of the firefighters. As Shive Hattery's Andrew Avera explains, in looking at the number of firefighter deaths related to cancer, much more emphasis must be placed these days on removing contaminants, and that's one thing the proposed station's designs would do. Many of the materials that are used in modern-day constructions when are on fire give off carcinogens and toxins, and that brings them back to the station. And being mindful about cleaning them and separating them from the living quarters and separating them from the apparatus bay. While Station 2, currently at Vermilion and Chester, would stay in the same general vicinity, Station 1 on West Seminary would be moved to the downtown area and it would become the department's main headquarters. The current main headquarters, Station 3 on Griffin, would be moved further east and become a regular station. One part of Shive Hattery's study showed that over a three-year period, 43% of nearly 13,000 fire department calls ended up taking over four minutes to get to their locations. Now, spokespersons Avera and Daniel Spake stated that under the new locations proposal, that would drop down to 29%. Now, the proposed total cost of everything, including projected land acquisition, comes in at $29.38 million, with Shive Hattery saying that giving the current ones needed upgrades, well, that would cost 85 to 90% of that, then you wouldn't have the advantage of ideal modern-sized facilities. City engineer Sam Cole says the benefit of adjusting the locations of two of the three stations was the most important thing he learned in his eyes. We knew there were issues with the stations. That's why we did the study in the first place. But what we didn't know is, do they make sense where they are? And to get an honest look at what that is and be able to make decisions that can move the community forward for the long term, that's my big takeaway from it. Now, Fire Chief Aaron Marcotte says he is grateful for Shive Hattery's work and hopes for a green light from the council to make the new stations become reality while he's in office. Now it's just a matter of getting more information as we can supply them so they can make the best decisions. You think you'll see it while you're chief? I hope so. Danville Mayor Ricky Williams Jr. stated that for this major project, it would have to be bonded, and the first thing he would want to do is improve the city's bond rating another notch or so before the city fully commits to such a major overhaul. We once uh, refunded our bonds uh, when I came on early on, and that improved our credit rating two notches. That process took, I think, about six months, so my guess is that it would be similar, that we would be looking at around a six-month process or so. Now, also during Tuesday's council meeting was discussion over proposed adjustments to the city's liquor and video gaming ordinance. In addition to various fee adjustments, proposed changes would also include getting the liquor and gaming licenses on a schedule where they are renewed at the same time. But it would also create new video gaming licenses for places not serving liquor, such as special licenses for truck stops or video gaming halls. Mayor Williams says he's hoping to have this before the Public Services Committee February 27th, then back before the full city council 
March 5th. We should also mention Corporation Counsel James Simon honored last night for his upcoming retirement. You'll notice on our website, VermilionCountyFirst.com, that the Vermilion County Democratic Party has called for a 10 a.m. rally Wednesday morning, February 28th, outside their party headquarters at 15 North Vermilion in Danville. It's being called a Stop the Insanity Now rally. Vermilion County Democratic Party Chair Mackenzie Ellis-White says, with issues such as positions taken by some local Republican leaders, along with additional events around the state, such as the March 16th meeting coming to the Palmer Arena for a new Vermilion County chapter of a group looking for the formation of a new state separate from the current state of Illinois, while it was simply time, she says, to speak up. We plan to mostly address the tax levy that has been proposed with the county board and other issues related to personnel. Ellis White says what's going on nationally is certainly a major concern. More on the Democratic Party's planned February 28th rally on VermilionCountyFirst.com. I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.